Hi there, my name is Tom Bell and welcome to my 5 Minute Friday podcast. It is now November the 26th, less than a month to Christmas Day, goodness me. I'm an ethics consultant with expertise in willful blindness and I'm the author of a book called Lions, Liars, Donkeys and Penguins, The Killing of Alison. The book is a true story about the events surrounding the suicide of my sister Alison following a period of abuse in the care of an NHS mental health hospital. It will be 30 years in two weeks since Alison took her own life and we are awaiting um, our a response to our request for a fresh inquest into her death. Uh, I'm also a former whistleblowing NHS manager. So I launched a survey online this week um, about the challenges facing public sector services. And we're all surveyed out, really, aren't we? You know, everybody's asking us to give their opinions and, and very few people listen to them, I guess. Um, that's probably one of the, the problems with public sector services. But it was interesting. Um, mixed mixed reaction to it. But on the whole, general agreement, I kind of went, went straight for the jugular. And I said, you know, uh, OK, um, it's a five-minute public sector needs analysis. In fact, the average time it's taking people to do it is two minutes. So there's a bit of encouragement for you to perhaps take part. And I asked, which of the following do you think is having the most harmful impact on public sector services? Is it top-down targets that encourage box ticking? That's a, a very popular response. Is it cultures of conformity that stifle innovation? I personally think that's a big one, but not as uh, such a large response for that. Is it an obsession with reputation management? Is it an inability to admit mistakes and learn from them? Again, that's a big one. Is it an unwillingness to seek or acknowledge divergent points of view? Or is it all of the above? Uh, no surprises that actually most people are ticking the option for all of the above. In fact, I would think about 80% have ticked that. Importantly, it's I think when you do something like this, it's, it's really key, isn't it, not to just leave the issue hanging in the air and say, hey, look what's wrong over there. You need to understand why it's that way and what can then be done to improve it. So uh, the, the next question I asked was, uh, what do you think could help people in public sector services to address this? So I'm working on the assumption that there is a challenge. I think anybody that thinks there isn't a challenge in public sector services has been living on another planet for the last X years. So I asked, what do you think you could help? You know, what would help people in public sector services to address this? Is it making time to understand the needs of the people who use their services? Is it learning to see the wider picture and recognise the longer-term impact of decisions? Is it learning how and when to display courage and challenge the hierarchy? Is it learning to see the service users, and not the regulators, as the real customer? Is it seeking, welcoming and harnessing conflicting views? Or is it, again, all of the above? Needless to say, most people have replied all of the above. Now, interestingly, the number of people that work within the public sector that reply to this, they form about three quarters of, of the response. Um, so I, there's this sense, isn't there, that you get this, it's a, don't get me wrong, it's not a huge survey, it's not statistically significant, but you get a sense that people within the public sector know what the problems are, but nobody quite knows how to address them. And you never see these things talked about in reports, do you? You know, whether it's the report into Hillsborough or Gosport or the recent blood transfusion scandal or the mid-staffs um, scandal that occurred a number of years ago, you know, they weren't worded in this way. The elephant in the room was left unaddressed, wasn't it? Everything was just deemed to be a result of the system, a logical outcome of working in dysfunctional systems. There's a bit more to it than that, isn't there, really? Um, when we talk about, you don't, you don't see phrases like an obsession with reputation management or top-down targets that encourage box ticking or 
conformity that stifles innovation, you know, or an inability to admit mistakes and learn from them. These are the phrases that we need to see in these reports, not because we want to beat people up over them, but we need to understand why that happens. Why are our public sector organisations at a point, probably now more than ever, where they are displaying these behaviours which are making them increasingly dysfunctional? And the reality behind all of this, I guess, is that in a post-austerity economy and in a post-pandemic you know, um, economy, are people going to put their heads above the parapet and risk their jobs? Simple question. Are you going to risk your income by sticking your head above the parapet and saying, I don't agree with that? I don't agree with the direction of travel you're setting or, or I don't see that as being the real issue. You're not, are you? You're just going to go along with whatever the boss says because you don't want to rock the boat. You don't want to upset the apple cart. So I think we're in a we're in a quite a challenging and quite a difficult time. Um, I'll put a link to the survey on this week's podcast, and if you'd like to complete it, that would be fantastic. Um, thanks for listening, as ever. Feel free to get in touch. Uh, you can visit the Humanity and Integrity in Public Sector Services website at hipss.org.uk. You can email me, uh, tom at hipss.org.uk. You can look me up on Twitter at Tom in Cumbria, and you can, of course, send me a connection request on LinkedIn. Stay as safe as you can, as sane as you can, and solvent if possible. Thank you, and have a good weekend.